I wonder if you ever envision a day that Theron Fleury will be welcomed into the Hockey Hall of Fame. He's a very special person and obviously a special hockey player. Yes, you know, I sincerely hope that he does eventually get inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. One day down the road, the selection committee there will select him for the Hall of Fame. He certainly deserves it. So hopefully one day he will enjoy the opportunity of being inducted into Hockey Shrine. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Thank you very much, Rick Regan, and happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Gonna ring the bell because it's Thursday, and we're coming to you live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It is Calgary's entertainment destination, but we're out here in beautiful Western Canada where it's above zero Celsius. It's literally sandals-wearing weather. And before we introduce the guest list on this star-studded show, your favorite daytime sports television show, and Dare I say, the only daytime sports television show. Let's bring in Darren Moose Dupont. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing well. Hey! I don't look like it's going to be above zero today. But you never wear socks anyway. No, that's right. I don't. You know what I was thinking about you yesterday when I was in Chinook Center Mall trying to find you a pink t-shirt because you were here doing business things. Thank you, by the way. Yep, and I was uh, roaming around doing some shopping. I'm like, how do, you, how do your feet not stink? Like, I get it in the wintertime. Your feet probably aren't stinking. The man never wears socks. Yeah. If we didn't have robotic cameras, I would say to the camera guy, pan down and get the guy's <laughs> feet. He's, how do you not stink up your shoes? I know, right? And, but it's on my mind all the time. Like, I've walked into places and thought, okay, and you, you take off your shoes at somebody else's house, and I've been worried that my feet are going to stink. Like, it's, I'm self-conscious about that. And they don't. Nobody's ever Somebody said Somebody would say something. But once yes. in a while, I'll walk into the bathroom, and I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll put my feet in the sink, give them a little wash, just to make sure, Smart. They, just to make sure they don't stink. Smart. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on the show today, Kansas City Chiefs defensive lineman Jonathan Woodard. If that name rings a bell, it should. He played last year with the CFL's Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We've got Dan Lintner, right-handed shooting forward of the Saskatchewan Rush. Huge announcement coming up Saturday night. The Rush are home to the Colorado Mammoth, and Darren's going to be calling it. I'm going to be there. It's going to be a big party. And we're going to chat with Dan Lintner about the game, the Rush, and all the rest coming up. And Alan May, longtime NHLer, Washington Capitals TV analyst, is going to be joining us as well. And we always enjoy our chats with the former Estevan Bruin. I want to say, by the way, obviously we've been out here uh, all told, what did I say, we're close to how many shows? Close to 20 shows live from Grey Eagle. And many more to come. But there's a lot of folks <laughs> writing us, newcomers, Moose, newcomers, newbies, fresh meat. How about or as my that? brother Lee would say, my brother Lee would say, victims. <laughs> so Rob is texting us from Cold Lake, Alberta on the 902 text line. He says, is this the Rod show? And I wrote him back. Yes. He writes, showtime, giddy up. So let's, let, let's quit yakking and get at it with a quick six show horn, please, <laughs> Director Jordan. Please and thank you. So you knew we were going to open up with the Edmonton Oilers. Corey Perry became the 103rd NHL player to score 400 career goals. He did it with the Tampa Bay Lightning in their 5-3 win over the Oilers last night in Tampa. Patty Maroon, Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, and Nikita Kucherov also scored for the Lightning. Vazzy stopped 27 shots for the Oil. Connor had two goals. Mike Smith pulled from a shaky start against Minnesota, allowing four goals on seven shots, made 18 saves last night. Now, Moose and I were at the Saddle Dome 
watching Calgary Prince Albert, and I'm just watching Twitter on my phone, and it's blowing up about Oiler fans. So here's my take as we uh, roll into this. Look, I'm no dummy. I watch Sports Center. I see the analysts on there saying the orders are in looking for a goalie, but the prices are too high. First thing that I thought was if I'm one of the 20 orders right now, I'm pissed off because you know what that's saying? To our general manager, Ken Holland, are we not worth it? The orders are in a playoff spot, second wild card spot right now. Imagine where they'd be with even average goaltending, let alone Mika Koskinen and Mike Smith blowing games night after night after. Imagine where they'd be. They'd be running away with the Pacific Division. They, like, they, they would be. Sorry to say, but, but they would. By Ken Holland not paying whatever it takes to go for it this year with a generational talent in Connor McDavid, it's showing his dressing room they're not worth it. What do you got to lose, Ken? Because you're probably going to get fired if this thing continues the way that it is. It's my mind. That's the first thing I thought when they said the prices are too high for the goalies that the orders are looking at. Yeah, that, that's the option. We dealt with this um, a few different times, right? Once when we went to the Stanley Cup final. Mm-hmm. We decided at the end, you know what? This show needs to be at the Stanley Cup. And right. the plane tickets were $1,000 a person. To go from Regina to, to Montreal, right? Mm-hmm. But you know what? We needed to go for it, so we did. Now, you get out ahead of it, Super Bowl, and we, we decided right then in July, we got to go to the Super Bowl. Tickets were like four or 500 bucks, plane tickets. Cheap, right? If you wait until it's, until it's now, of course the prices are going to be high, but you have to decide, do I need to be there or not? This time next year, if you had success in the playoffs, you won't worry about what you paid. Now, if it blows up and you spend the money and you don't get anywhere, but that's the position Ken Holland's in, and you're right. If he, if he is worried and he doesn't have the vote of confidence that he's going to be around, make the move, take the chance, because your team's good. What is a vote of confidence anymore in sports? A vote of confidence hasn't meant anything for years. That's true. Pay the price. And I actually thought when you said about us going to the Stanley Cup final and doing the <gasps> to pay for those tickets or going to Super Bowl, same thing. I mean, we're not dripping with money around here, but we do enjoy life. I thought what you were saying was that we were worth it. This show's worth it. That's what we decided. To go up. Well, that is, it's all part and parcel like yeah. this. But I was thinking about this this morning, just to pause for a second. It reminds me when I was part of the team that launched the score way back 20-some years ago. And it's a group that we're all still super tight. Martin Gaillard was on that team. Sarah Orleski, Arash Madani, Tim McAuliffe, Elliot Friedman, Brian Duff, who I brought up the other day, my old Mount Royal chum from college here who hosts Sabres games now. Now with Game Plus and this show, it's kind of cool. I get the same sense again. We're building something. Yeah. And that channel was sort of a niche channel, right, that everybody watched every day because it was cool. Right. But it didn't have the big thing. It's fun building something. It really that's is. what we're doing here. That's what's so darn much fun. <clears throat> Pay the price, Ken. Your dress, you owe it to your room. And I've been with teams, by the way, that when, when the GM does put his balls on the table going up to the trade deadline, they're like, yes, we're in it. Right? Just invigorates the room instead of going, eh, I don't know if it's worth it. And if it doesn't work out, you're going to be out anyway. <laughs> exactly. You should be general managing for your job, because I think you are. Did anybody tell you, Holly? Might as well go out in a blaze of glory. In Dallas, Tyler Sagan scored 54 seconds into overtime in a play that required a review. Upon review, 
It was a goal. Dallas beat Winnipeg 3-2. Blake Wheeler and Mark Shifley scored for the reeling Jets. Connor Hellebuck stopped 36 shots. Did you see him after the game? He's like, I'm just so sick of losing. It's frustrating. Somebody needs to tell the Jets it's over. Which reminds me, the poll question today. I didn't tweet it yet. My bad. Uh, The poll question today, Clark came up with it. Who's going to be the biggest? What did you say, Clark? How did you word it? Who will be the who will be the buyer? Okay. Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, or Winnipeg. In it, I actually voted for the Leafs. And the last I looked, the Leafs are leading the poll. They'll be the biggest buyer because they need the most. I'll get to your comments. Hang on. This is us time. Somebody got to tell Winnipeg it's over. In Detroit. Gabriel Landeskog opened the scoring 112 in and capped it with an empty netter for his 25th of the season, helping NHL-leading Colorado beat Detroit 5-2. In Glendale, Arizona, Victor Arvidsson broke a tie with 3.39 to go. L.A. beat Arizona 3-2. The Kings. How about the Kings? They've won five straight road games, seven of the past nine, and no losses in regulation. And in Montreal, Samuel Montembeau. Made 32 saves for his first NHL shutout. Nick Suzuki scored his second goal of the game on a penalty shot, and Montreal beat Buffalo 4 0 for its fourth straight victory. How about those Habs? How about Martin St. Louis? He's got the magic touch. I know. The, the, he's got the je ne sais quoi. Yeah. You know what that means? The special stuff, right? No, it means or, I don't know what. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moose is trying to learn French. <laughs> I'm working on So it. that he can keep up to speed with me and my buddy Bob Marier. Are you watching now, Bob? Pensez-vous in Florida? Why do you want to keep up with me and Bob? You, you hate being left out of anything, right? <laughs> you know that, right? You, yes. you noticed. Yeah, I started with Spanish, but I'm like, no, 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 I don't need Nobody that. speak Spanish around here. Not in my circles. I need French. Right. Come estas? Um, uh, I want to delve into the chat and see what y'all are saying there. Jeff in Winnipeg says, it's over. I'm waiting for the gold eyes and bomber season tickets. Uh, from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says, at least the moose and ice have the potential to go deep this season. We're very big in Winnipeg. There's no doubt all the Winnipeggers chiming in in the chat. And I see some people talking junior hockey, so just hang on and we'll get to that too. I want to mention this. Saskatchewan Rush general manager Derek Keenan announced that the team has traded the 23rd overall pick in this summer's draft to the Philadelphia Wings in exchange for goalie Eric Penny and a second-round pick in next year's NLL draft. Penny, who spent five years with Vancouver before joining Philadelphia this season, will slide into a net-minding duo alongside Rush goalie Adam Shute. Derek Keenan, who was on this show last week, says they just want to add some experience and it'll be a solid tandem in goal, said Derek Keenan. Um... By the way, I heard from the Saskatchewan Rush this morning. We're going to be there Saturday night. I told you, you got to join us at Sastel Center. It's, I don't, we're tiptoeing around this. Really big announcement. I know what it is. You know what it is. I talked to a very high-ranking member of the Rush. He says, just say it. Priestners have a, uh, it's a night to enhance fan experience for sports fans in Saskatoon and Rush Nation. So I would just say be in your seats early. Be in your seats early Saturday night. Yeah, and I've seen some photos. You might not recognize the building. It's that cool. Ooh. Have we got you hooked yet? It's 11-11 in the homeland. Ooh. 
Pay attention to your thoughts. The time is now. Uh, moving. Every time I hear the harp, I think of those Philadelphia cream cheese commercials, and that's what our set should be, clouds and sunlight. I agree. I agree. Everywhere we go, I hear this from the hockey people. We got you on in the dressing room every morning. NHL teams, junior teams, tell everybody, give us a hand. Because last night in the dub, despite a four-goal second period rally from the Saskatoon Blades, the Brandon Wheat Kings won 6-5 in overtime for a fifth straight win. In Regina, Riker Evans broke the deadlock and scored the game-winning goal as the Regina Pats beat the Medicine Hat Tigers 2-0. Connor Bedard added an empty netter for God's team. And there were two only, uh, only two other games. We were at the one in Calgary. Evan Herman scored less than a minute into the opening period to carry Prince Albert to a 1-0 win over Calgary. It was be brave and bullying. Uh, they filled the rink full of kids last night. Let's bring some adults in there to end the bullying. Hey, Good idea. I, was the, I was the victim of online harassment last night, and guess what? The guy that wrote me had gray hair. Forget about the kids. They're the nice ones. <laughs> right? They're innocent still. Be brave. Stand up to online harassment and those losers that have nothing better to do. In Lethbridge, Matthew Savoy assisted on the Winnipeg Ice's second goal and then scored the winner against the Lethbridge Hurricanes in a 3-2 victory, which snapped a two-game slide for the ice. Ice baby. That happened in the dub last night. I'm just rolling along now to point uh, four. Major League Baseball says only five days remain to salvage March 31st openers and a full season, telling locked-out players that games would be canceled if a labor contract is not agreed to by the end of Monday. After the third straight day of negotiations with little movement, MLB went public with what it had told the union back on February the 12th. Nothing more needed on that. 2.5. The Canadian Football League Players Association has filed a written notice to bargain with the CFL and its member clubs. The union made the announcement yesterday. The CFLPA said in a statement that under provincial labor laws in Canada, a notice to bargain must be filed by one negotiating party in order to begin the collective bargaining process. The more that I get away from the league at leagues and more with the fans, we don't care. Get it done, guys. And point six, in a broadcasting move that will have reverberations at multiple networks, the New York Post reported that Fox Sports lead analyst on the NFL, Troy Aikman, is nearing a deal with ESPN to become the network's new lead caller, color guy on Monday Night Football. No deal was signed yet. Sources at both networks confirmed the reporting to The Athletic, saying all signs point to Troy. Heading to ESPN at a tidy $17 million a year. Mm. Did you see that? Not small. So if you notice, everybody, nothing going on in the NFL right now. So let's talk about the broadcasters, which is I'm here for because Troy Aikman's my favorite NFL player of all time. $17 million to move over to ESPN. And it's unreal. It's just like, when are they going to learn? It's no different than what goes on with the teams. You understand that, right? The one network sees what Fox has and says, we want him. We're going to pay him more. We're going to take him. And meanwhile, the musical chairs in the booth of Monday Night Football just continue to spin around and around and around. And now they're saying Steve Levy, the play-by-play guy, he's out. 
So they're probably going to bring over Joe Buck. Whoever writes the biggest check, right? Well, and they got to write a big check because Joe Buck's got another year left on his deal. So they'd have to buy him out of Fox. Fox would have to let him go. Because you can't just put Joe Buck with somebody he has no chemistry with. It's wild. It's, it's, uh, it's big business. And then you talk about Amazon Prime coming in to actually get their first year of broadcasting Thursday night games. And Al Michaels rumored to be going over there because his contract's up at NBC. Mike Tirico probably sliding in. It is musical chairs. I'm kind of here for it. I like, I like the broadcast. It's talk. a great time to be in broadcasting. Can I tell you that? It really is a great time to be in broadcasting. Life is amazing. So I got through our six points when I come back with Moose. I'm going to turn it over to you early, uh, earlier than normal with viewer takeover with your thoughts on all these things. All these things, okay? Jonathan Woodard of the Kansas City Chiefs coming up. Dan Lintner of the Rush. Alan May of the Washington Capitals. We're just getting rolling on Game Plus Television. This is the warm-up. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.